0: I'm Judy Carter and this is the Power of Purpose podcast where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. And sometimes when people don't make a living, aren't doing what they love, they become depressed. I'm with Jason here. Hey, Jason.
1: Hello. And yeah, and depression, you know, that's that is not uncommon for creatives in any field. They're very, you know, there's, there's a lot of emotion, a lot of passion. There are many high highs and sometimes very low lows. Uh,
0: yes, very, very low lows. And they say that um, lacking a sense of purpose in life is one of the leading causes, not only of depression, but of suicide. Really? Yeah, so... Now,
1: why do you think, is that because just people just don't have any goals, so there's no reason to wake up in the morning? What do you, what do you think is why that is? Well,
0: let's, let's redefine purpose, since it is in the title of the podcast. I mean, what is purpose, but it is the meaning of your life. Mm -hmm. It's what you do and who you are means something, um... And it's what makes you want to get out of bed in the morning. It mm. what makes you excited. So I guess we can say it creates endorphins. Mm. I'm excited about something today. I can't wait to do this thing that I'm doing that makes me feel like I am on purpose, that this is what I was born to do. Mm. And when your actions um, match What you feel is your purpose in life, that makes everybody very happy.
1: So you have to have an alignment not only of what your purpose is or what you believe it is, but also the actions that you're taking have to fall in line with that purpose as well in order for it to be copacetic.
0: Right, because one of the most painful feelings in life is that you've been overlooked. Mm -hmm. That you never did what you know you could do. When you see, let's say you're an actor and you see people or a friend on Mm -hmm. television, maybe who started with you and you had given up and that person didn't and they're there. And that sense of that could have been me, but I effed up for a reason or I made different choices that, you know, that I now regret. Mm -hmm. That's a very painful, very painful feeling. Or, in my life, um, my my depression and actually getting to the point of wanting well calling suicide hotline
1: mm-hmm.
0: was um, because I was living my mother's purpose and she wanted me to be a famous entertainer mm-hmm. which was difficult because I was <laughs> I couldn't dance I couldn't sing. I was that <laughs> chubby kid mm-hmm. who, uh, this will give you an idea who I was I was present on the tropical fish Club club okay so there was
1: a tropical fish club (laughs)
0: well actually it was very popular because i (laughs) i i I showed uh fish f films so uh (laughs) it was everybody but anyway uh and i had speech impediment and and so i found that making fun of myself um made people laugh and i went with that Mm -hmm. and made my mother very happy Mm -hmm. my sister had severe cerebral palsy and um and you know, my mom wanted somebody in the family to be successful and elevate her purp. So her purpose in life was that I become famous. And oh, okay. I, you know, I worked my ass off. Mm-hmm. I mean, there I was a magician at eight in, you know, by 10 years old, I called up the LA Times. They came over, and took pictures. It made my mother thrilled. And as I continued in my career, um, you know, being on television, you know, every show I'd call her. She was thrilled. I was and Doing it for her.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And when she suddenly died, um, I remember after a show, I automatically went to call her, and there was nobody to call. Mm. Sometimes people think, like, you know, you really miss people who have died when you're lonely. To me, it was being successful was painful because the person I was doing it for. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. that person was gone.
1: So now the success can't be felt because the underlying purpose behind creating that success has, has gone
0: away. Right. I mean, that's what happens when you're living someone else's purpose for you. Mm-hmm. It eventually implodes. And there I was. I did not want to work anymore. I did not want to. Um, I didn't know what to do. I, I, I did call Suicide Hotline. And um they put me on hold at the time. <laughs> that's think, not funny,
1: but it's funny. It
0: is funny. You know that's one thing about being a comedian is mm-hmm. like even in your most bottom. Yeah. You go this is this is going to be material sometime. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there you are. I want to kill myself and I'm thinking, you know, listening, there are seven suicides ahead of you. <laughs> Please oh. hold. You oh. know, it's like, apparently so I'm calling during suicide surge time, yeah. right? <laughs> and I'm such a loser. I can't even c- kill myself, you know. <laughs> I mean, I am so unimportant that that, <laughs> that I can even get suicide hotline, not yeah. a hotline, no, it's a cold line. Yeah. And and this is really a true story that mm-hmm. um what saved me and led me to actually uh finding my purpose again. Mm-hmm. Um, was that I was watching this wonderful motivational speaker on TV, and she was on some local channel, mm-hmm. um, and her name was Terry Cole Whittaker. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did, really? You yeah, you mentioned she? her before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, um, I'm sure you've heard this. Mm-hmm. We've all heard this saying, um, it's like a bumper sticker, but uh, it motivated me. It said, If you always do what you have always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Mm-hmm. And I went, wow, my whole life I've been pleasing my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, you know, performing, you know, comedy, doing stand-up, uh, magic shows. I never asked myself, what would I do? And mm-hmm. I don't even know. I mean, that's what, I mean, I hung up on Suicide Hotline after yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to live in spite of you, yeah, okay? exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't need so your angry. help to go yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, so, so... Um. I actually thought, okay, I'll do something different. I'll exercise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, you know, when you're depressed, you can't do anything.
1: Yeah, that's, well, that's one of the, you know, the, the markers is, is the immobilization of depression. Um, you can't, even though things are in the realm of physical being possible, they seem impossible.
0: yeah Yeah. it's like oh yeah like people give you advice when you're depressed Mm -hmm. um which is you know go do pilates go jog um eat this way it's like i i can't get out of friggin bed Mm -hmm. okay what 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 am i going to do and so i was going up some steps and i went I noticed something, I always lead with my right foot, it's my more dominant foot, Mm -hmm. and I went, well, I'll go up steps and I'll lead with my left foot. So that's Mm -hmm. what I did. And it's an interesting thing about doing something different is that it makes you aware of your life and conscious of your patterns and how you do something. Mm -hmm. So this started and created a ripple effect. I started like I parted my hair on the other mm-hmm. side. So
1: you're so you're interrupting your patterns at this point.
0: Yes, because okay. I need to do something different. I brush my teeth, but it's, you start to notice yourself in the world, and that's oh. what doing dif- something different. You know, you br- oh, I brush my teeth. Start always oh, starting on the right side. I'll start on the left side. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I always do things a certain way. I always walk with my head down. I will walk with my head up. Mm-hmm. I I hate, you know, people in my neighborhood so hostile. Okay, I'll try saying hi to someone.
1: So by doing all these different actions, you were kind of making yourself more aware of just your surroundings, yourself, all that, you know, you were kind of getting back in touch with who Judy is.
0: Well, yeah, who Mm -hmm. Judy is when she's not trying to please other people. And Mm. it was just when you do something different, you know, it, it starts to lead different places. Like when I said hi to someone, this absolute true story, you know, was Um, a woman named Linda, and she was a writer, and I invited her over for lunch, right? Mm -hmm. And then she told me she went to work every day. Now, um, and I think I told this story before um, on the podcast, but I ended up doing something really different, renting an office Mm -hmm. and typing for somebody. So there I was. I had been a stand-up comic on Vegas, on television shows, and now I'm a typist, and I'm actually happy. Mm -hmm because I'm grounded, I have a place to show up, I like the people I'm around, and I'm doing something that doesn't take a lot of thinking. Mm -hmm. And then someone said, you should write a book, and I don't know how to write a book, I got D's in English, and then I write a book, and it ends up, I think I told this story before, 59 agents rejected it, one liked it, it was my first book, Stand Up Comedy, the book on how to do stand up. And um, it was published and then Oprah had me on and next thing you know, I'm doing all these um, corporations are now asking me to speak. I didn't even know that existed as Mm -hmm. a career. And so I'm speaking and I, you know, I had to ask myself, um, is this my purpose? Which one of these things are now my purpose? Mm -hmm. And I realized it's none of them. Yeah, it's that my purpose in life is being who I am in my body, and and every day being aware and conscious of myself mm-hmm. and my interactions with other people, and being the best person I could be, mm-hmm. regardless of you know. And 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 I got to the point where I had to go. Thank you, depression. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you to the thank you suicide hotline for not answering the call. Thank you to the depression because that launched this journey of shake it up, mm-hmm. try something new. Now, that,
1: were you prone to depression before this? Had you had other, de- you know, moments like this before in the past?
0: Oh, 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 yes, very much so. So, you did have.
1: Some I patterns. am prone. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm not saying like, oh yeah, I've never been depressed since. Mm-hmm. That w- that would be nice. I've <laughs> I've written on my blog my mm-hmm. my in- encounters with what I call Mr. D, mm-hmm. who seems to be a man who invades my body and <laughs> <laughs> takes over with mm-hmm. his, you know, sucking, you know, the life force right out of me. Mm-hmm. So if it's a
1: tendency, then you also have a solution to the tendency, which is as you said, you shake things up. You do things differently. You're like, and even just down at that minute level, like you talked about brushing your teeth with the other hand, you know, suddenly there's a level of focus that you have to bring up. You have to have more awareness. You have to be a little bit more engaged versus depression, which is immediate unengagement on, un, you know, you, you fall into whatever the, the pattern of, of your depression is. And then it is a self-fulfilling prophecy that you stay in and swirl yes, around and over like- and over.
0: It's like an action can break it. Oh, like okay. like um, taking a shower mm-hmm. or um, w- walking in a different neighborhood mm-hmm. or seeing somebody you haven't seen in a while or making a phone call to someone you haven't talked to in a while. I mean, I am not uh, an authority on... You know, I'm not a therapist, yeah. not though I've played one on television. <laughs> no, but I, I I I find that the biggest thing for me... Was that, uh, and I also, there are apps to measure your happiness level, so maybe you can track it. Because mm-hmm. for me, I know it's seasonal. Um, when my mom died, I, I found myself in springtime always starting to depression. Oh, and, interesting. And then I okay. looked back and I saw, oh. But here's the thing about it is that now I see how depression launched this journey mm-hmm. um, to have my life be on my purpose mm. and so it's kind of like the word i'm on on purpose i'm doing my life on purpose mm-hmm. you know how you 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 break something you hurt someone you i didn't do it i didn't do it on purpose yes you know when you were a kid i didn't do it on purpose mm-hmm. but what if we can all say to ourselves like just about a day you know i did this day on purpose mm. and so it implies a certain consciousness. You know, I'm doing this not because someone else wants me to do it. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes a lot of, I look online about the word purpose, and a lot of people define it as the gift you give to others. Mm-hmm. Like your purpose is something to give away. But in my case, I did that, and mm-hmm. it, that didn't work for me. Yeah. Like like my purpose is to make someone else happy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that ended up, you know. Mm-hmm. On that, because that call. was the
1: soul of the, the, the. You didn't have a purpose of making people laugh. You didn't have a purpose of, you had a purpose of my mom wants me to be famous, so I'll be famous, kind of thing. So it, it, you made it very specific to one person and one thing versus the world.
0: Yes. And I don't feel like you could be on purpose and not be very productive. Yeah. To me, I mean, it's like, um, Part of being on purpose and is taking care of yourself, and that can mean a nap. Yep. And that's not to absolutely self care is, is always
1: on. Yeah, if you're if if you're doing it with intention, if you're doing it with with the point of you know. So that tomorrow I can be that much better or this later today, I can be that much better. Then, yeah, you're on purpose. You know, not every action of purpose has to be some huge, massive leap forward in your career or relationship or wealth or anything like that.
0: Yeah. yeah I really Go back th-
1: and listen to our episode about purpose and the mundane if you want to learn more about that.
0: All oh, right. Yeah. I yeah, because really purpose in life can be happening just now. Mm-hmm. Right. Like now. If you're down and you're depressed and you does not mean that your life doesn't have meaning because it's part of the journey. Mm-hmm. And, and I find that in my life, I can take every success I had where I felt like this is truly who I am. This is my authentic self. This is who I am. And I can trace that successful moment right back to a moment of sobbing, and, and, and depression, and feeling worthless, fat, ugly, mm-hmm. you name it, old, discarded. Mm-hmm. And that moment that I felt that actually was what led me to um, that success. So mm-hmm. I suggest here mm-hmm. that you can't have you know, those successful moments, and I talk about this relation between mess and success a lot in this podcast, but you really can't have that success without the mess. Yeah. It, it, it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I've heard um, happiness described as um, of that the level of happiness is actually how long is related to how long the struggle was to get to that, thing to get to that moment yeah. to get to that moment where things clicked and everything worked and you like mm. got something you were so the happy harder
1: with. you worked for it the higher the mountain was to climb the higher level of happiness when you actually reach the top right that mm-hmm. screenplay
0: that you never gave up on mm-hmm. for 10 years and you're so depressed and nobody wanted it nobody wanted nobody wanted nobody wanted it and then it gets produced and there you are mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody who's like parents gave them a trust fund and yeah. they shot something on their own, you know, and mm-hmm. and and it just kind of came to them. Yeah. So, so the struggle is actually necessary mm-hmm. for happiness and that's what um, the data suggests.
1: Yeah. Well, f- so for those who are listening who either, I don't want to say that they're in this moment now, but are prone to those moments of depression where... They see no reason to get out of bed or they just can't get through another night or whatever the case may be when those situations either occurring now or they know that it's a tendency or seasonal, as you as you said, what are, what's what's something that they can do? to help them get to that next step. Well, so what's the assignment? Well, I
0: the assignment is to do something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you sleep on the right side of the bed, sleep on the left side of the bed. Mm-hmm. You and know, And it can
1: be as small as that. It can oh, yeah. be something super...
0: Oh, dye your hair a different color. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you find you're not being heard, s- listen to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're so angry at somebody, uh, cook them dinner. Mm-hmm. With a, and tell them how much you love them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll blow their minds, first yeah. of all. <laughs> you know, try switching from an iPhone to an Android. No, <laughs> just kidding. I wouldn't suggest that. No, don't do that, that one. Don't no, do that one. It's not good. That's <laughs> way, this that's way not too, too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you hate yourself and you feel ugly, volunteer to help somebody. Mm. I mean, I do this all the time. Like, I'm feeling, oh, I'm feeling sad today. Oh, I hate my life. I volunteer um, in a hospital and boy, whatever's going on in me, I'm, I'm not in chemo, Mm. you know, and it really, it does help to help somebody who has it worse than you Mm -mm. and just try any, any of those things because it only takes one step to launch the journey, uh, the greatest journey of your life. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com, where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening. And let's find your message and launch your career.